Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Trash Talk. You know the problem with not having an intro is I feel... What's that? I feel too much like we're... Like I'm starting an infomercial. Like I'm just, It just starts. And I'm just like, hello, I'm Mike Geary and I want to talk to you about dog fighting. I think that'd be a good career path for you. <laughs> I'd be good at it, right? Yeah. I've got a soothing voice. Yeah. What's going on, guys? Another trash talk. I, of course, am blind Mike, Mike Geary. As always, with my trusty producer and seeing eye man, Dan Watkins. What's up? Saboteur. Saboteur. Backstabber. What are you talking about? Man who went against me last week. Truth speaker. I don't know about that. I wanted to clear something up from last week. Uh, if you didn't la- listen last week, I, I talked about Portnoy, or as some people defined it, viciously attacked him. I didn't think that's what I was doing at all, really. No, I thought just uh, being butthurt. <laughs> well, I don't agree with that, but uh, apparently people online do. So I wanted to, I wanted to clarify something. Um, My groupies? We're not, yeah, the, the, the Danettes, so to speak. Well, hang on, that's copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when I talked about Portnoy last week, my beef was with the fact that he lied about coming on WEI in general. Uh, I'm under no – and I, you know, I clarify this even though I said all of it last week. I think I did a pretty good job at explaining why I was pissed, uh, but people hear what they want to hear. Uh, but, you know, I like to appease those people. I like to try and take them under my wing here and say, this is what I meant, guys. Try and understand me. Uh, I'm under no illusions that Portnoy owes me anything more than he's given me. You know, maybe we should change the name of the podcast to that. This is what I meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, ba- backpedaling with, <laughs> with Blind Mike. Uh, I'm under no... Portnoy gave, gave me all he all he needed to give me. The, the man owes me nothing. Uh, the, the frustration that you heard in my voice was kind of just built up over uh, not being able to get people to do certain things. Um, kind of n- just not getting responses from a lot of people there and other po- there and here and everywhere. Um, it's very annoying when you just don't get responses in general from people, or then when you do from a guy like Portnoy, who, who's who's you know you have sort of a relationship with, and it's just a flat out lie. He says I'm never going to do WEI again, and he does it two days later. He can just tell me I don't want to do your show. It's not as it's wouldn't be as much exposure. There's no point in me doing it. I don't have any time to do it. Whatever. Whatever the real reason was he didn't do it, that's all I ask for. Um, and I think it stems from, you know, I'm not, I'm not, just because I'm a, a disabled person doesn't mean you have to fucking coddle me. And I'm not, I don't even know if that's what he was doing or, or what the deal was. But don't tell me you're never going to do EI again and then do it the next day. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the, the guy owes me nothing. I don't think, you know, I didn't build bar stool on my back or any of that bullshit. Uh, so that's all it was. Does that make more sense, Dan, to yeah. you, to you and your flunkies? I guess. You'll accept that? Acceptable. All right. It's not, it, it's not fucking me going scorched earth and saying, fuck everyone over there. I hate them. I'll never read the blog again. Uh, it's merely me saying, you know, I put my time in there. At least show me the respect of being honest with me for five minutes. Say, no, nah, I don't want to do your podcast. I'm to go- Say, if he said, no, I'm going on K&C Monday, so I don't want to blow it before then, that's perfectly fine. 
I totally would have understood that. Just don't say, I'm never going anywhere near that place, and then do it the next fucking day. That seems shitty, and there's no reason for him to do that. Uh, and he always he seems like a guy who wouldn't uh, uh, operate like that. So that it, it took me by surprise, and uh, it hurt me a little. If the word you want to use is butthurt, fine. I don't necessarily agree with it. But, butthurt. Um, but anyways, I th- now, now, that you've all, now that you all understand my side, speaking of people who are butthurt, old Freddie T., Across the street, Fred Toucher, not happy with uh, the boys in the morning here, K and C. We can't play any of their audio, apparently. I have, We had a good bit about Felger Maz a few weeks ago that never got out there because we can't play any of their audio. Yep. It's a real shame. They get away with playing it in the mornings, I think, because it, it, there's different... There's something different. Legal, legally, there's something different about the way you use it when you're live on air versus yep. when you're recording on a podcast. Uh, I'm not smart enough to know what that is, but I know that it, it's it, something with distribution. Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, all legal mumbo jumbo. So we can't play their audio, unfortunately. But both shows admitted that my good pal Dan Watkins works for the number one show in the city. Congratulations, Dan. That's right. I think it's all because of the assistant producers. The Hillman Morning Show carried on its back by Dan Watkins. And uh, and his merry men, yeah. down there in the cave. Uh, so all if, the all the training from LB has uh, really paid off. <laughs> yeah, I imagine <laughs> he really uh, tutors you guys. Oh, he does. And the skills of the skills of broadcast. The life talks. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Exactly. Uh, or never stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so both shows admitted uh, Hillman was number one last week. Just you know, just a weekly, but uh, Hillman was number one. That's how it starts. And then it, th- there was a lot of. There's a lot of infighting. Like I said, I can't play the audio. This would be better if I could play the audio and just bash Toucher. So mainly what I'll focus on is the complete uh, chaos that radio ratings are. That there's not something that can say, no, you're wrong. This is number one. This is number two. This is number three. It's baffling to me that in this day and age, 2018, we all have smartphones. You You can tell exactly where I am now. If you had the proper technology. On Snap Maps. You know, yeah, if you, if you just had Snapchat, you could tell exactly where I am right now. Yet, you can't tell how many people are listening to what on their radio or TV. It's mind-boggling to me. Like I was just telling Dan before, my buddy has uh, my buddy's a, he's a Nielsen man. He's, he's a Nielsen family now. Oh, you're friends with uh, 65-year-olds? <laughs> well, this, you've met my buddy Chris. Essentially, yes, he is a 65-year-old Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, he, he's, a, he's a Nielsen man now, and... What he has to do is every week write down in a diary a, with a pen and paper, <laughs> like like it's 1968, writes down with a pen and paper what he watched at what times, and he mails it using the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> he sends it back in the mail, and that's how they count television writings now. It doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Um, and the way I know radio works is even... It's almost more antiquated because they go by uh, people meters, these uh, portable people meters or whatever they're called, and there's only a thousand of them in in Massachusetts. There's like fifty thousand in the country, and the same with uh, Nielsen boxes. There's like fifty thousand. I think yeah. I think I'm right with that number uh, for a country with three hundred fifty million people. It's nonsense that you can't. So I think the problem. I think why you get these radio wars, why Toucher claims that Kirk and Callahan are lying, which they're not. They are, number one. Not well, right now. But, well, <laughs> when, when Hillman, <laughs> when, once Hillman steps down off the throne for a minute, uh, Kirk and Callahan have been consistently number one for over a year. Now, what that means is 
I believe that roughly, if you got a number of everyone that listened to KNC, Toucher and Rich, Hillman, Toucher and Rich and KNC would be a little higher than Hillman. KNC would probably be a little higher than Toucher and Rich. But roughly, if you got the full number, it'd be relatively the same. It'd be pretty similar. Um, I don't think, you know, but when you're consistently number one for over a year, the way K and C have been, that also means more or less you're getting more listeners than everyone. So that's the way we have to go on. Like that, you know, as antiquated as it is, that's the way we measure that shit. So I don't know why Fred Toucher keeps popping up with this nonsense of you're lying about the ratings. How how do they keep making money? How do they keep getting ratings bonuses? How do they get away with calling themselves number one if it's just patently untrue? Because it's not. Right. We got, it's we, true. We went into the whole like specifics between EEI and the Sports Hub and how they rate a couple weeks ago. Yes. So we don't really need to no, do no, the no. whole thing. But No, but it's it's just weird that Fred Toucher just keeps getting away with, with lying and saying that um, oh well, this is the, re- the the reason this came up is because ninety eight five made an ad again. I guess we can't play it, but they made an ad that says, uh, you know, here we don't find politics and infighting. We don't consider politics and infighting entertainment. And it's like, well, why? Why not? It is entertainment. It's maybe not not the way you want to run a radio show, and that's fine. But to say that's not a valid form of entertainment, that's silly. That's an old school way of thinking. First of all, politics. I don't know if you guys have heard. Donald Trump has been one of the bigger stories in the country for, I don't know, two years now. I do get good ratings, you have to admit that. Excellent timing. I can't believe you got that. Uh, and he does get good ratings. So Don't forget who carries this show. <laughs> I'm sorry. They, hey, Reddit informed me. It is Dan Watkins, in fact. That's right. Uh, so the idea that you talking politics is is, you know, boring? Not anymore. Not with old Donnie T in office. And uh, infighting, the fact that people don't... Well, tell that to Howard Stern, the greatest who ever did it. And uh, then they call Minahan a Howard Stern ripoff. Silly, again. Because, yes, Minahan pays homage to Stern, certainly. I gave him this term, low energy. I said he's a low energy individual. We do not need in this country low energy. That's Donald Trump talking about Fred Toucher. Very low energy. He sounds like he's just, he just rolled out of bed, Fred Toucher. But he says Minahan's ripping off Howard Stern. Game-changing. <laughs> there's a difference between ripping a guy off and, and, you know, being influenced by him. You know, I'm like a smart person. Exactly. Uh, that's what smart people do, Donald. So Minahan listen, grew up listening to Stern. The way you'll hear, hopefully someday, if they are dumb enough to put me on the radio, you'll hear that I'm influenced by Minahan and Bill Burr and Jim Norton and other guys. You'll hear that come out. And just the way I talk, the ideas that I have, shit like that. People are influenced by uh, the people that come before them, especially the great ones. Should Minahan, and I said, I've said this before, but should Minahan steal from, you know, uh, Scott and Todd or and it was some wacky morning, Carson and Kennedy or any wacky, mor- wacky morning Jews? Ugh, I can't fucking talk. He shouldn't, certainly shouldn't steal from me. That's for goddamn sure. But should he steal from hacks that do it or should he steal from the best? Uh, I, I keep saying steal. Should he draw from the best that it's ever done it? Uh, and to say that Toucher and Rich aren't influenced by Howard Stern, absolutely crazy. They're the, the wacky rock guys that do man-on-the-street stuff and goof on their producers. I don't know if you guys know this, but Howard Stern invented that. So Fred Toucher, shut the fuck up. 
Stop being a baby. You want to talk about butthurt? I've never heard a more butthurt man than Fred Toucher. Ever since Minahan walked into town, you've been number two. I don't know. Do I need to play our podcast from last week? <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I will stand by the fact I may have gotten emotional, but I'm a man with feelings. And I let those feelings fly uh, because I'm honest. Fred Toucher, however, is a crybaby and a liar. I did no lying. Fred Toucher uh, is lying. Because he says that uh, KNC's ratings aren't valid, it's crazy. Did you say? Did you say emotional? The uh, the president of ESPN has resigned, um, and sent out a statement. And uh, Dan, mm, relax. Sorry, he's back on his feet. I, um, I just want to know that he's okay. He's, he's fine, Dan. John Skipper got a new job. He did. did Especially even after the news that came out of what he's paying Katie or what he paid Katie Nolan. Well. It's yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. It's it would have been enough for him to coast the rest of his life. If he never got another job, he could have said, "Hey, I made a sweet deal. I got Katie Nolan from FS1 for a a mint." <laughs> the guy. So John Skipper's last hurrah, uh, a coke fueled burning of ESPN's money uh, with a lot of people, but uh, Katie Nolan was the big one that came out this week. What does she make, Dan? I believe north of $1 million. $1 million. Now, that can't be right. Because... Uh, oh, it's as, been confirmed. As I've seen, it can't be. Because as I've seen, Katie Nolan doesn't do anything there. What is her job? I, I, yeah, I, was, I don't think I've ever seen... Now, I don't watch ESPN anywhere near as much as I used to. Right. No but, one does. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> but... uh like and by that I, I don't think I really ever turned it on unless like you know the Celtics games on there for the playoffs. Sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. The last time I think I saw her was uh, Super Bowl media night. Right. Well, that's the type of shit that she does. Okay, so that comes around once a year. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that that's the type of shit that she does where she'll do like a a wacky bit where she's asking people if you think uh, hot dogs are sandwiches. That hasn't gotten. I thought old Mike yet. and Mike settled that debate. Well, that, that brilliance. They're, they're, you know they're talking about bringing Mike and Mike back because uh, Wingo and Golik has been such a disaster? Well, I don't know. Apparently they've been so good that they're taking their producers and their entire production staff to uh, Connecticut Yard Goat Games or whatever, yeah. Hartford maybe? I don't know. Well, they're good. They'll, they'll New keep, Haven? They'll keep them together for a while because... Contracts. Uh, th- well, no, because Get Up is thriving. Is it? Oh, it's just doing so great. The word of the day, really, just it's really, <laughs> yeah. it's really. Thri- the word on. of the day is thriving. Yes, because that's what Get Up is doing. But Katie Nolan, I don't understand what her job is. Like, how is it justified that she make a million dollars? I want to know. It's even fine if she, like Jamel Hill. You look at Jamel Hill was obviously making far too much money. But if you look at it, you say, well, Jamel Hill hosted a show every night in a kind of a prime, you know, historic ESPN slot on the sports, on the yeah. world on the worldwide leader. So that's how you justify Jamel Hill making money. Now, it is astronomically too much what she was making. She shouldn't have been able to afford a, a, a bus pass for that show, never mind a Maserati or whatever she was driving around in. But you can say, okay, that was her job. I have no idea what Katie Nolan's job is. She's not on a radio show. At least I liked her at FS1. Her podcast was okay. So even if she did a podcast a couple times a week, you could say, all right, that's that's a crazy number to be paying for a podcast, but at least she has a job. Now I guess her job is she goes on that highly questionable once in a while. Oh, the Levitard show? I think so, yeah. And Bomani? Yeah. Until that turns, I guess Bomani's getting a show with... They just move these people around and have no 
reason for them to be there. It's like, let's keep throwing shit against the wall. Eventually yes. it will stick. That's exactly, yeah. But it's not It's not even throwing new shit against the no, wall. No, it's the same. It's throwing <laughs> shit against the wall, taking the, the smeared feces. Recycled feces. And then tossing it back at the same wall and realizing it's never going to stick. So I guess John Skipper's working where? The sporting news? Or whatever, co- the parent company of the sporting news? Which is like, Jesus Christ, if that's not a sinking ship. bring I, They must just be bringing in... I used to John I, Skipper. I used like to the, actually have a subscription to the Sporting News. I think it was free. I had it in middle school. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, exactly. Todd Jones, the uh, former closer for the Tigers, used to write a weekly article. <laughs> I remember. T- did Todd Jones pitch for the Red Sox at one time? He might have. I think I, rem- I remember. He Todd probably, Jones. He's one of those guys that probably pitched for everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Todd Jones. But it's like, yeah. So you, now, John Skipper, you're working for uh, for something that Dan used to wipe up his messes. When he was in middle school. Yeah. When he was exploring his body. That's what I used. <laughs> <laughs> the sporting news. Um, so poor John Skipper has been reduced to obscurity, but at least he left his mark by giving some well-deserved money to Katie Nolan. Um, now in other news. Some, some, now finally find some, some juicy stuff, some good stuff. There was a fight on, uh, on TNT. Yes. The Barkley, the Barkley Shack thing. We talked about it a little. We played some Barkley stuff last week. Talked a little bit about Shaq versus Barkley. I've always wondered if that's real. Like, I, I, it seemed like kind of an act for a while. I think it starts off as an act, and then they both just keep, like, digging at each other. They both take shots at each other, and then eventually it gets personal. Yep. And I think you kind of saw the culmination of that the other night, where this got seemingly, at least in, to, to these eyes, to these uh, 2020 eyes, uh, it seemed pretty personal to me. Yeah, they were talking about DeMar DeRozan of the Raptors and Dwayne Casey, the head coach, and I guess they don't get along, something like that, along those lines. And they were talking about how the best player in the— if, Barkley's making the point that your best player and your head coach have to get along, and Shaq... Which is a little... I love Barkley. That's a little crazy, though. Shaq naturally uh, refutes it. To yeah. repair his relationship with DeMar DeRozan. No, I don't. Uh, yes, he does. No, <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, you have to... Because, uh... Listen, that, that, listen, if your best player... You bench your best player... He, well, why was he benched? Uh, he... It, well, he, that's not the point. That's the point. You don't disrespect your best player. Listen. If you don't have a great relationship with your best player, you're never going to win. That's not true. Uh, he did not. That's play, not true. He did not, well, he, he, in that's your opinion. True. No, just because you say something, you're just That's not true. Me no, and, it's not true. Me and Pat Roddy never saw eye to eye and it's what happened to my man win. So it's not true what no, you're saying. Well, you it's had not true what you're saying. saying. Not true. I'm just letting you know what the man on that team. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was a role player. You're right. But you know what? That's my point. That's my point. Say, me, I'm saying with your best player. You don't know what you're talking no, about I'm when it comes to championship. I'm just no. telling you something. Stop Wayne Carey choose that championship. No matter how much you scream you loud, listen, that does not listen, make you right. Listen. You're wrong in the city. You can, and that's yeah, why you yeah, ain't winning because yeah, you was yeah. a baby. Stop no, babying no, these no, players. I'm not babying no player. You don't play. Uh, no, you don't play. You got to sit his ass down. Period. He got to repair. He ain't got to repair nothing. He got to stop babying these players. You got baby. That's why you ain't win. He got to. I didn't have Dwayne. I didn't have Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant coming down the court. So why you don't? You're a great player. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to that. He got to got to step up and play. We all didn't have other players carrying us up and down the court. You can yell as much as you want. I got three finals MVP. You are a great player. Thank you. You wouldn't have got a beauty cold. I will say, I will say. Oh, shut. Was that Kenny that tried to shut Kenny. Shut your mouth, Kenny. Let the men, their men are talking. Uh, I love that. First of all, it started off, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> and it's funny just to see not even just grown men, 
the biggest gr- <laughs> gargantuan grown men that have made millions and millions of dollars. Fight like four still, still argue the way, yeah, we did when we were five. No, you are. Yes, I am. Uh, I, I don't totally agree with Barkley's point, but I loved the shot. Of, he goes yeah, back to that Co- one all Kobe the time. Kobe and Dwayne Wade the you up and down. It's awesome. It's a funny thing because you know that pisses Shaq off. Shaq was so freaking good in those three championships. Sure he was. But you know it, it's a sensitive thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It, it's just a thing where that will always stick with Shaq. And it makes Shaq cause he played, cause he Yeah, because he played with. <laughs> again, that's the theme of the day. The word of the day is now butthurt. Mike Greenberg, we're switching it up. Uh, but, the, yeah, it's a thing that will stick with Shaq forever. That all, all the championships he won were with Kobe and Dwayne Wade. So that, you know, he never deserved him, which is obviously crazy. Obviously he deserved him. He was great. And he's in fact, he's the only reason Dwayne Wade won a champ, uh, one of the early championships is because of Shaq, not the other way around. But uh, that, that will stick with Shaq forever. So I just love that Barkley fucking needles him. So I think that is why it's like, at first it might have been like, hey, we'll just pretend we hate each other. But I think now it's like, this guy fucking keeps just keeps digging at me. Yep. This motherfucker just keeps bringing up Kobe. This son of a bitch, and that's why he's just screaming, "Google me, Google me!" And Trip Barkley's like, "I know who you are. I know who you are. I love Barkley." And uh, the two things, as I said last week, two things that uh, calmed me down are Barkley and uh, Francesa. And uh, the Pope was back in the news again. I sort of. So I guess this fine company, Entercom, <laughs> had a problem with. Um, the what did you say the account was called? I forget the name of it. Funhouse. Funhouse. That's on right. Twitter. Do you follow them? I don't follow him. There's but no I've point se- to anymore. I've seen a lot of his work. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen. He does good work, and uh, he he tweets out all the Francesa stuff. I believe he was the first to uh, uncover the the uh, falling asleep at the mic and life's like weird. That. It really is sometimes. And uh, so it's it's a great Twitter account. It's making fun of Francesa. Someone at Entercom. Uh, in New York, exposed this man and uh, got him uh, reported to Twitter. Entercom. Entercom. <laughs> I never heard that before. I love that. Uh, I wish that played every time I walked up the, like every time I got to the third floor here, that noise just played when I walked up the elevator. Entercom. <laughs> that, that would make my days much more pleasant if I heard, if it started with old Mike. Well, you could talk to, uh, telling me where I am. Talk to the guys down at security. Yeah, I will. Uh, so, uh, I, this I don't understand because uh, companies companies in general need to start, now let me start by saying I agree with whatever Intercom chooses to do. Well, it's Intercom. A, it's a fine company, a fine and, and thriving company, and whatever they do, I'm all right with. But let me just say, uh, uh, people get very nervous, and you see it here with the afternoon show. People get very not not just here; it's just in radio or any entertainment in general. People get very nervous that if you make fun of something. It means uh, people aren't going to watch. If you make fun of the afternoon show and call them bland and boring and dorky, uh, that means the people that listen to it are going to be like, oh, now I can't watch because you made fun of it. I mean, folks, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Mike, that just because you mock – when you mock Fran- – and this is a big thing with Francesa. If you make fun of him spilling his Diet Cokes and falling asleep at the mic, him getting mad at that is funny. But when you take that and put it on Twitter, that promotes the show. Right. It, it doesn't trash Francesa. It makes people go, I, this is a show i got to listen to. It's because it's make fun of a bull. Yeah. You know what I mean? Way- it doesn't matter why people listen. If people listen to make fun of it, that should be fine in your mind. 
You shouldn't want people that listen for the reasons you want them to. You should just want people listen. to listen. Yes. <laughs> for Listen at any cost. If they listen because Minahan made fun of them in the morning, or they listen because this uh, Funhouse Twitter account made fun of Mike Francesa, that's what you should be... Let him listen for that. Except for there is one reason why you should not listen to why Francesa. Is that? If you think you're his bro. Mike in New Haven. What's up, Mike? Hey, bro. How you doing? <laughs> hey, what? Bro. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> grow up, Mike. Please. I'm not your bro. I'm trying to grow up, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm just a boy. Uh, I, I just love Francis. Any, any excuse? If that wasn't really a great story. There weren't a lot of great stories this week, as you can tell. Jeez, if you've made it this far into the, into the podcast, you can tell there wasn't a lot to draw from. Just but I shut just, like, your mouth. I, I have to go a half hour, Mike. I'm sorry. They'd make me. Uh, so the other, the other piece of sound I wanted to play, just because I thought it was funny, was uh, Johnny Bench doing play-by-play. Now, did you were telling me about this. Did the guy step out? Did the regular play-by-play guy step out, or did they just give Johnny Bench a try? Johnny Bench was at the ballpark. It was Mets Reds, yeah. and um, I think Johnny. They were probably doing an interview with him. I'm guessing. Okay. Like, like you know, middle of the fourth inning or whatever. Oh, he's know. not regularly in the booth. No, no, I don't. Oh, I don't believe so. Okay, I didn't realize that. No, so they give uh, they let, they give old Johnny uh, a, ch- a chance at play-by-play. So here we go. Fly ball, right center field. Back goes Bruce. It's off the wall. Can this come on? We're going to throw him out at the plate. Oh no! Wait a minute. Give me a glove. Oh my God! That would have been an out at home. What the? <laughs> now that that was the first time I I had. It was fun. I'll I've, give him that. I've heard that without having the video playing for me. Yeah. I have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's well. I'll give him this. It's better than I would have done. People are giving him shit for it today. It's better than I would have done. Yeah. I would have said uh. You know, I can hear that the ball has been struck. I have no idea where it went. Judging by the fans' reaction, it is in play. Probably throwing home. I'm guessing he's safe. I could be wrong, folks, but that's what I'm assuming happened based on purely my four senses other than my eyes. 2-1 count. He was better than this ball. And that ball is shot into left field. Fire up the fountains. She's gone. <laughs> she gone. At least he didn't do that. At least he didn't come up with a wacky catchphrase. But yeah, I would say uh, Johnny Bench doesn't have much of a, a career in play-by-play ahead of him. And the dude's like 80, so I don't think it matters. <laughs> what, uh, what do we have for time right now, Dan? Got a couple more minutes. A couple more minutes. So, uh, should we do Kurt Warner or Why Peter not? King? What do you think is more interesting? I think Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. So, Kurt Warner uh, apparently thinks he can still play, I guess. Is that, is that what I'm supposed to take from this? I guess yeah, I, I guess there was an offer. Or... Kurt Warner, already in the Hall of Fame. He reached out. Age 47. Yeah. Uh, people give Brady shit for saying he's going to play at least 45. Kurt Warner, who's been out of the league for what? I mean, six, seven, eight years now? At least. At least, right? Well, if he's in the Hall of Fame, I mean, it's at yeah. least five. Yeah. And that was a couple years ago. Right. So, yeah, seven, eight years he's been out of the league, at yeah. least. So, I don't understand this, but he claimed... Uh, that he had an offer to come back in the league. We have a little bit of audio. I was actually ready to, for this coming season, I actually talked to a coach, and my wife said, go for it. I think it would be great. So I actually talked to a coach about possibly doing it if they needed someone, but then they went out and signed somebody. I don't think they thought I was serious. and uh, So I think we're completely done now. My wife said, yeah, get the hell out of the house. Pretty That's much. Di- the difference between uh, Kurt Warner's wife and weird Giselle. Hairdos. Giselle wants Brady home. Kurt Warner was like, yeah, just... 
Just get out of here. No, I don't know if just it, yeah, fine, go play football. I don't, I don't care. Just leave. Leave me alone. I don't know if he was on if that was the TV broadcast or if that was the radio broadcast. But if it was the radio broadcast, he was on with our guy Mike Shannon. You remember? I love me. Mike Shannon. You remember Mike Shannon? I believe I do. I'm going to tell you about a blowjob. That's <laughs> right. Artisan will appreciate the local handmade works of art at the third degree glass factory. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> tell us about a blowjob. What a guy. I love Mike Shannon. You know what? When I, when I wrap things up, let's hear a little from Mike Shannon to close it out this week. Again? Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. Actually, no. Let's hear from Francesa to close it out this week. That's what I need. So find, find, some, find some good Francesa when I wrap things up. But yeah, Kurt Warner. Crack the whip. <laughs> get on that. I guess uh, Kurt Warner still wants to play now that he's 47. It's like, come on. who? That must have been. I can only imagine that conversation was like, uh, oh, yeah, thinking about getting back out there. And whatever coach he was talking to was like, oh, We'll, we'll, we'll have to sign you up. And Kurt Warner just took him seriously. There's no way that coach was serious. Obviously, because it never came up again. He's like, oh, yeah, they must have found someone. It's like, no, Kurt. They must have realized you're 47 years old and you've been retired for eight years. Uh, so, yeah, that's. And uh, last thing, Peter King. We had a lot of shit today to draw from, folks. If I could have played the Fred Toucher audio, we would add something decent. But, alas, I'm handcuffed, damn it. Um,. But uh, Peter King also said he offered to resign uh, from Sports Illustrated for reporting the uh, defl- the Deflate Gate stuff incorrectly. I always love these guys that come out years later. It's like, well, you didn't do it, <laughs> so who gives it? Why are you telling us? Either resign or don't. Don't brag about it to us years later. But yeah, I don't know. Peter King, odd guy, just an odd guy in general. Very, <sighs> I don't know. Very boring. He has to tell, but much like this show, Peter King is very boring in general. Much like this episode, I should say. Usually we're good. If this is your first time listening, folks, I apologize. Yeah, butthurt Mike is much better. Yeah, right? I gotta get angry. What can I get angry about next week? I don't know. Who can I get mad at? You know what? Someone. Next week I'll be mad at uh, uh, Ken Laird. I texted him last week. He didn't text me back. I'm gonna be mad at Ken Laird next week. I'm gonna work it out. He's such a nice guy that I'm gonna have a tough time getting there. But I'll get there for next week. We'll see. Um, so, folks, as always... If yeah. this show, if this show didn't do it for you, I don't know what what, what your ears are used to, what kind of th- enthralling entertainment you're used to. Hey, we have our good weeks and our bad weeks. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> um, but hey, if this show drew you in and you just aren't going to be able to uh, to handle it without uh, without without missing a week, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, give us a five star rating, positive review, and uh, we got another review last week. I didn't see if it was, I didn't see what it was, but I saw we got one. Yeah. Woohoo! Really rocketing up those charts, baby. Um, <laughs> boy, I fucking hate myself. Uh, this is a rough week. Whatever. We'll come back hot and heavy next week, my friends. Go to WEI.com. If uh, you don't subscribe to the show, listen on the WEI app or the Radio.com app and listen to uh, all our other glorious podcasts there at BlindMike underscore on Twitter, at DWaddy93. If you wanted to follow the voice of the people, Dan Watkins. That's right. And, uh,. We'll see you next week, folks. I tell you, it's, it's people don't realize snowblowing is an incredible workout. You get because that machine, it's 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 heavy, heavy to push. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.